Hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show, episode number 142. And apparently there's new people listening to this crap, so thank you. <laughs> and also thank you to the old people who continue to listen to this crap. Much love to all of you. Now, there's certain things I talked about because I have two podcasts. I just want to get right into this because I started to realize I'm 54 years old. And I don't feel old. I'm not unhealthy or anything like that. But I remember telling somebody a story. And right in the middle of the story, I started going, oh, no, I'm one of those old guys that keeps telling the same story over and over. I used to think that I really thought that's what was going on. And then I realized, no, I'm old enough now that a whole lot of the same crap keeps happening over and over again. I told the story Now the story I was telling was a story of a guy Oh, well, I don't want to jump into it. I'll, I'll, I'll lead into it. I don't want to, I don't want to uh, destroy the story before I get there. But I was, I was talking about how adaptable human beings actually are. Whatever happens to us, somehow we figure it out and we find a way to just live right through it, right? Every once in a while, I, I, my back gives me a little bit of problems. But I started thinking about it, and when I paid close attention, I realized just how how much pain my back used to be in on a regular basis. It's much better now, but back then it was really, really intense pain, and I didn't realize how much pain it was until the pain was gone. And the same thing happened when I had a shoulder issue. My shoulder hurt so badly that if I rolled over in bed, it would literally wake me up and it felt like somebody was jamming a railroad spike into my shoulder and somebody else was hitting me in the shoulder with a baseball bat at the same time. That's how bad it felt. And I had to go to the doctor and do some rehab and stuff like that. And the shoulder's pretty good now. But I was still going on with my regular life. I was still going shopping. I was still going shopping for an older relative. And carrying all that older relative stuff into the house and setting it up and all of that and going about my business. And, and, and when I, and, and this was happening, I was doing some stand up shows and, and going through them, doing my thing. And, and I, the pain was going through the whole, I felt the pain that I was describing and kept functioning. And I realized that's what human beings are. We are adaptable. We, we, we are whatever our name is plus Whatever is happening to us. I happen to be as Anthony plus back pain or as Anthony plus searing, almost excruciating, almost. Let me get that out of there. Excruciating shoulder pain. That's what I was. But I still was doing the things I needed to do and needed to get done. And that just shows you what human beings are. We're adaptable. We are whatever our name is plus Whatever happens to us, because we keep on going. You ever, you know, like when you stub your toe and it hurts, oh, you're like, oh my, oh my toe, <laughs> and you start whining like a punk, right? And your toes hurting and hurting and hurting. And at some point during the day, there's a point where it stops hurting, but you don't notice it. And now you've become your name plus my toe doesn't hurt anymore. You've adapted to the pain so much that you've gotten used to it. And it took something like, huh, I just took my shoe off. My foot wasn't hurting. You adapted to the pain and then you very slowly adapted to there not being pain. That's insane. 
You can see that in many people's behaviors. And this is what happened to me a while ago. It's happened to me a few times. That's why I said in the beginning of this podcast that I, I thought I was telling the same story. But this has happened to me a bunch of times, actually. We were doing some show someplace. I don't want to get too specific with it. And this is another situation where there was a bunch of rooms, but one bathroom down the hall. And we all had to use it. And it was no big deal. We all were hygienic people. Nobody messed up the bathroom. It wasn't gross or anything like that. But for some reason, they had the comics all the way off someplace else. And I don't know why that was. Why do they have all the comics off somewhere? You know, I guess they were keeping us from the audience. You know, like, keep the show mysterious. Keep those performers and the singers and the comics all the way over there. But we all had to use the same bathroom. And the bathroom failed. Oh, keep in mind, we're all using the same bathroom. Oh, oh no. And if you wanted to go to the bathroom, the person at the gas station quite a ways away was a fan of going to this place and he had seen us perform before. He was cool with it. You know, he's like, just be, just be very, just kind of slide into, because we're only supposed to allow you know, staff to use the bathroom, but you guys are cool. You do the shows and everything. I've seen the shows. Y'all funny and you sing good and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to go to the bathroom, just kind of very slide, just kind of slide around the back because I don't want anybody to see you going in there because then they're going to want to use the bathroom. And I can't let them use the bathroom because they're not supposed to use the bathroom. Right? But it was a ways away. It was quite a ways away. Nobody wanted to go that far. Wow. Just, just think about where you are right now. Just imagine if you had to drive 10 to 12 minutes to go to the bathroom in a gas station. <laughs> I mean, come on, man, right? And I've lived in places before where they had droughts and problems with water. And you know that disgusting saying, if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, keep it metal. Uh, not metal. If it's yellow, keep it mellow, right? And that's kind of what we had to do. Except we all had to use that same bathroom. And a whole lot of us were keeping it mellow, which was not which was not a big deal for dudes. But for women, you know, once a few people have kept it mellow, you don't, I mean, if you're standing above the mellowness, it's not really that big of a deal. But if you have to sit down on the mellowness or squat above the mellowness, it ain't that mellow, right? So basically we just said, okay, the ladies can flush the toilet. Dudes don't flush the toilet. When it's yellow, keep it mellow. Unless you're not a fellow. And then you can look at the button that flushes the toilet and say, hello. <laughs> I'm the king of rap. <laughs> Shut up. Back to the story. So we kind of work that way. And then we will get somebody there to fix the bathroom. And at some point, uh -huh, probably long after you losers are gone. <laughs> he didn't say that, but that's what it felt like. But eventually and inevitably, you will have to do the thing that where you will have to sit down, whether you're a man or a woman, right? And they say it's healthy to do that a couple of times a day, which means you have to spend 12 minutes going to that gas station, right? And you don't want to you don't want to waste your favors. You don't want. I mean, this guy's being gracious. You you you, you don't want to go too often. And we were going. And we noticed one of us never wanted to take the ride. Why does he not want to take the ride? 
I don't even want, what is he constipated or something? Why is he never taking the ride? That's interesting why he's never taking the ride. And then he told it, told us why he wasn't taking the ride. And I kind of wish he had not told us why he was not taking the ride. Ew. Because whenever we would go to the gas station, we would always, I mean, since we were there and this guy was gracious enough to let us use his facilities, we would always buy stuff. And we all had some, we all had money on us. So we would buy crap, not even stuff we necessarily needed, but just little knickknacks and paddywhacks enough to, to, to thank the guy for allowing us to use his facilities. And he knew what was going on and he appreciated it. Which means we all came back with a bunch of bags. And he was always, hey, you went to the thing, huh? Yeah, you going to finish with that bag? And most of us would just kind of throw the bag on the table. You don't think of the bag. The bag's an afterthought. Maybe even throw it in the trash can. Not a big deal. We, were, we didn't even wonder why he kept collecting all these bags from all of us. Why is he collecting these bags? We didn't think about why he's collecting these bags. And we found out why he was collecting these bags. And we really wish we did not know why he was collecting the bags. As it turned out, the reason he didn't take the ride with us to the gas station to, you know, flush it down was because he didn't need to. Because in the rooms, they were, you know, those little trash cans you have if you work in an office or say you, you go to a bank if you've never worked in an office. You know that little trash can that they have next to the desk when you have the people at the bank, that little plastic trash can? Well, what we now know is the top of that trash can can very easily be covered by the bag from the gas station you put you know like you can almost use it like a liner now we've all done that before we take the trash can we get the liner and normally we throw our trash in so we don't have to so we just pick the trash up and throw it into the trash can that's what we do with it and he also was aware of the fact that that bag covered the trash can and that bag did cover the trash can and he did fill it with something i think you know where i'm going with this right I think you know where he's going also. Ooh. I almost wish he didn't reveal that information. Because he was literally suggesting it to us. I don't know, man. I'm not driving to the gas station, man. All you got to do is what I do, man. I take one of these trash. I take one of them bags y'all gave me. You take one of them bags y'all gave me. I put it into the trash can. I put it across the trash can. I tie up the side real tight so the bag don't don't slip in, man. You know, you know, I sit down there, you know, squat a little bit, you know, take the trash can, put it up against the wall, right? Lean your back up against the wall. You squat over the trash can and do what you got to do. So he had done it so many times, he had a whole formula down. He's up there describing how to lean against the wall, right? And he's literally showing us by leaning against the wall and sitting above the trash can. Now, he's the trash can is empty at this point, but he's showing us the techniques. And then he starts to grab his behind and, and pull his behind apart. He still had his pants on, but he's showing us the technique. And we, of course, immediately went, we did not need to see the visual. We were kind of hoping that you were joking. In fact, in my mind, I'm going to say you were joking. And I'm also going to say, I shook your hand and I'm going to go boil myself. <laughs> right? So I'm sitting there going, dude, you, you got this whole formula done. You got the wall thing. You got the spread. The, but the, what, I mean, but the, how many times? I mean, okay, don't tell me how many times you did it. And I, because he didn't have to. I started going, we've all gone to the, we've all gone to this place X number of times. Which means roughly that amount of times 
this guy has done that in that trash can. Huh. Huh. Ooh. Now, when I tell you this, I tell you this because this is the kind of cat, as it turns out, was kind of a bit of a germaphobe. Kind of a bit of a neat freak. Even his room was neat. He's the kind of guy where you go into his bathroom, he's in the he's in the place for a few days to use the bathroom. Because I've been well not he's never bathroom here, but I'm talking when we had done gigs together before. That he's the kind of cat that takes the, the, the towels and he'll wipe up the sink every time he finishes using the sink. Even when it's not dirty, just he just wants to make sure it's meticulous. He's Captain Clean. Captain Clean. Right? His car, meticulously clean. Most people keep their cars kind of clean. Not this clean. His car was the kind of clean your car would be if you know that somebody is coming to look at it to make a purchase. That's how clean his car is. Yeah, that's right. So the simple fact that Captain Clean would rather put his back up against the wall squat over a trash can and grab himself and spread his uh, uh, hold on to me I have to, I have to somehow burn this even though he showed us when he had clothes on just the visual is just I can't take it hold on I'm sorry almost vomited on the microphone <laughs> but as I sat there and as I think about this story remember when I started this podcast I talked about how people are your name plus whatever you're dealing with. In my particular case is S. Anthony plus back pain. And thank good that's mostly gone. Or S. Anthony plus searing, excruciating pain in the shoulder. And thank goodness that's gone, right? I had adapted to the pain. And if you've never had that kind of pain, you've adapted to a stubbed toe. You've adapted to the person at work who's a pain in the neck. You've adapted to a spouse that you love, but they have annoying habits, but you love them so much. And they're so cool that you overlook the toilet seat being up and the toothpaste chips on the on the mirror in the bathroom, her rolled up socks in the middle of the floor. The fact that she takes the, uh, you, know, the you know, that, you know, that's and this is one of the things I had a girlfriend do to drive me. It's literally irritate me. And I asked her to stop doing it. And she says, yeah, I stopped doing it. And she kept doing it. You know, you, you know the uh, sunscreen? She would always take the sunscreen and put it down and do her makeup, which I had no problem with. But she would never put it back up. Ever. Right? And I'm going out. It's like, is she being passive aggressive? Because she knows. I don't know why I hate that. But I, I hate when anybody does. I had one of my friends go, man, let me see if my nose... Yeah, man. See, but oh man, I think I think I cut my nose. He cut his nose, right? And he wanted to look at it. He pulled down the thing and he looked in the mirror and he didn't put it back up. But he knows me and he knows how much I hate that. So I kind of turned my head to the right and looked at him. And went, oh, sorry, bro. And he put it back up. He knew. He knew. He knew. And he did it. But she was in the car all the time, all the time. And I realized. Later on, I realized he was really nuts in the piece. <laughs> Moving on. But at the particular time, that was the only, there was only like little things that were annoying that a normal person would be annoying. Everybody's annoying. But that one thing she did drove me nuts. And I realized, I don't care anymore. It even got to the point 
were because I didn't feel like arguing and getting into fights or annoying conflicts. I never put that thing back up. I literally just left it down with the mirror open because I knew that's what she was going to do. I had become as Anthony plus sun visor in the passenger seat is always down. I hated it, but I had adapted to it. And when I adapted to it, it didn't control me anymore. It didn't bother me anymore. I didn't care anymore. So when I saw her looking in there, it was no big deal because the thing was down anyway. You adapt to things. Now, this guy, Captain Crap in a Can, <laughs> was super meticulous we're going to call him Frank Johnson because that's the generic name I use when I want to talk about people and I don't want to use their real name. So I always say Frank Johnson. We're going to call him Frank, right? So Frank is, like I said, meticulously clean. Frank is meticulously clean. But this one thing, I'm pretty sure that the first time he did this, it drove him nuts. I bet he washed his hands until his hands where you could see the bones the first time he had to do that because it probably drove him crazy and drove him nuts and it probably irritated him and all of that crap. But halfway through the time we were there, he had put a whole system together to go into the bath, to use that thing as a bathroom. And... This will show you how much he adapted to it. When he told us what he was doing, he didn't tell us like this. Yeah, man, I just uh, I hated to be, I had to go into this trash can, man. I hate that I had to do that, man. It's like it's disgusting, man. You know, it's like uh, I had it's like, oh, my God, I, I, I am embarrassed telling you about it. But he did not tell us like that. He was telling us about it like he was telling us about a hot new restaurant that he wanted us to go to. Where do I go? See that trash can right there? I empty my buttocks right into the trash can. I got a bag that you guys gave me. I put my back against the wall. I squat against the trash can. I open my, spread my butt open and a blah blah. And I put it there, right? I got the toilet paper right here on the thing. I take care of that business, right? Right? I tie up the bag. I go in there. I wash my hands. I go take the trash thing. I go to the trash dumpster, throw the thing in there, come back in there, wash my hands again. It's all great. I hated it at first, but there's a good chance I'm going to start crapping in trash cans at the house. Okay, he didn't say that last part. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So I started thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Now, if we can adapt, if I can adapt to searing pain in my shoulder and go about my business and really bad back pain when I had it and, and go about my business, if you can do that, then can't you push through other things that are annoying, other problems. Because when I think about some of the other problems that I have to push through, trust me, if I had to trade that problem for this for the excruciating shoulder pain, I'll take that problem. If I have the, how about this particular obstacle? Is it if that ob obstacle is nothing compared to the back pain I was going through, and it was definitely nothing compared to the fact that those two things were happening to me at the same time, and thank good they're both gone for the most part. So. If, if we can adapt to stuff that stinks, then we can teach ourselves to adapt to the stuff that's going to put us where we need to be. I don't have enough time to work out. 
put your bike in front of the television. Are you watching television? Yes. How long is that sitcom? 30 minutes. Then you can ride the bike in front of the damn sitcom for 30 minutes and do some jumping jacks for 30 minutes. Or you can take something that's heavy like a gallon of milk, put a gallon jug and put some water in it and swing it like a kettlebell. You can do that crap but do some push-ups and sit-ups. I'm talking to I'm talking to me, even though I have equipment. <laughs> so I have so I'm using equipment. But I, that, I actually I was talking just to, to past me. I you know obviously I'm doing my thing now. But that's the thing that was going through, man. We can adapt to anything. Since we can adapt to anything, let's pick the things we adapt to, right? Like you, you have to adapt to the fact that this podcast, the S. Anthony Thomas Show. Is now two times a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. You're used to just listening to two on Tuesdays. Well, guess what, suckers? You got to listen on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, I said it. And you have to adapt to something else. Subscribing to this podcast. I need you to do that. And you also have to adapt to something else. Rating and reviewing this podcast. You need to adapt to that. And you also have to adapt to telling your friends and family about this podcast and suggesting that they listen to it because they are going to love it because you love it. And you're going to have to adapt to the fact that I got a lot of love for you. And I appreciate the love you guys show to me. And I will see you next time. Much love to you all. Thank you very much. And I'll talk to you later. Take care.